0: Hello, Action Alerts Plus subscribers, podcast listeners, and fellow investors. I'm Chris Versace, Lead Portfolio Manager on the Streets, Action Alerts Plus Portfolio. And over the last few weeks in this very podcast, I've been joined by the power, yes, the power behind the Streets, Street Smarts product, better known as Todd Campbell. Todd and I have been discussing... In our view, what's been driving the market, uh, discussing the latest and breaking news as well as economic data and what it all means for what the Fed may do in the coming months ahead regarding monetary policy and the Fed funds rate. We've also been discussing not only earnings. For the December quarter earnings season, but the market's reaction to those reports, and along the way, we've also shared some of our thoughts about particular companies and their shares that have caught our attention. Now, in today's AAP podcast episode, we have something a little different. Uh, This time around, we are sharing my one-on-one conversation with Raj Shuri, CEO of Presto Automation. Now. Presto is an AI labor solutions company that is addressing staffing issues in what may be a little surprising to some, the fast food industry. But if you've been to a McDonald's, been to a Chipotle, you will understand the pain of staffing that is taking place in the fast food industry. And that is what Presto is looking to help solve. Uh, For those wondering, Presto's stock ticker is PRST. Now, Amid all the headlines of late about AI, and there have been a number from the likes of Microsoft, Google, uh, Meta platforms and others, what I find really refreshing about Presto is that it is using AI to solve real world problems. In our conversation, Raj shares some longer term opportunities for the company and its technology, but we also touch on the productivity and savings that led it to winning business with Checkers and more recently, Dell Taco. And for those unfamiliar with Dell Taco, it is owned by Jack in the Box. Now, I think you're going to enjoy the discussion and I think you're going to walk away with some new ideas on how AI can be used. Now sit back and please enjoy my conversation with Raj Shuri, CEO of Presto Automation. Hey Raj, thank you so much for joining us uh, today and talking with the Audience about Presto Automation. Uh, you know, to me, I, I've looked at the company obviously before our conversation, and I got to tell you, as an investor who really zeroes in on pain points, I have to think that you guys are sitting at a very interesting one. Uh, I, I know you guys address the hospitality industry, but when I look at your, you know, the customer announcements and such, it's really in the fast food industry, and I, I just see that industry having to contend with uh, recruiting workers, which has been very challenging. Uh, as the Fed um, Federal Reserve likes to tell us, you know, the labor market's extremely tight, wage pressure. And that is the other thing. They are facing wage pressure, inflation cost pressure. And I really want to hear about how you guys are helping address that pain point. So thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me, Chris. Uh, and you're absolutely right. I mean, look, this industry has been built on the back of cheap labor uh, for many, many years for decades, right the, you know the restaurant industry, actually restaurant food in the us is actually very cheap in comparison to many other countries in the world, many other developed countries because labor in this country has been cheap for many, many years. and that you know that party has ended. It ended about five years ago, even well before the pandemic uh, as we as the country hit uh, full employment even under Obama. And, and that trend just has continued. It's gotten worse. They got much worse in the pandemic, and it's gotten a little bit better, but it's still pretty bad compared to even like 2019. And uh, there's a reason why the Fed seemed to, you know, loosen up the the labor markets because you know people are having less kids. There's less immigration. There's there's just demographic factors that are very difficult to unwind. And you know, the fast food industry is very dependent on these. Uh, on these workers. And so automation has to become their number one priority. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to maintain their business models.
0: Now, and, uh, Raj, when, when most people think of automation, mm-hmm. robots spring to mind, right? And, I, and I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. But how are you, how is Presto helping address this role of automation?
1: Yeah, so we're doing software AI automation where, you know, you go to a drive through and your order is taken by an AI versus a human. And we're able to take 95% of those orders without any staff intervention in the restaurant. Um, and so what that means is you can actually, the restaurants can do more with less. They can actually save a headcount in the restaurant. Uh, and actually the AI can perform better than a human. It can It can actually ask more consistently, you know, in terms of upselling. And, uh, and generate six percent increase in sales. Uh, it's also clearer to understand. It's um, it just it's actually a better experience overall for the guest. Um, and so it turns out that when you add AI to these drive-throughs, you get a better guest experience. You get a better staff experience because they have less to do, and so they can focus on their jobs. And you can actually speed up the drive-through as well because they're you know they're more focused on making the food versus trying to take orders and make food at the same time. So th- there's a lot going on in the press about AI.
0: Right, we we can thank Google, we can thank Microsoft for this, and uh, and others, uh, including I believe uh, Snap, are coming out with some AI solutions. So when when you're talking about AI, just just explain you know to us what's been you know the key area of focus. Um, what's the competitive advantage with your AI compared to some others that might be out there serving this? And and how deep in the weeds are are you guys? In other words, is this a homegrown technology? Or are you leveraging someone else's?
1: So we've been working on AI, So, just my background, you know, I um, dropped out of MIT to start this company. I've been deep into, like, the next generation technology from very, from you know, from, from my very beginning. Um, and so, you know, AI has been something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And Presto started working on it in 2018. And we've been working on a couple of different areas. Voice AI is one space. Another space is computer vision, which uses cameras and images to uh, understand what's happening in the, in the physical world and translate that into data structures. Um, and so Presto has been working on this homegrown for many years. Uh, we do partner with other companies who have advanced technologies and, and fit them into our, our um, you know, our overall package. Uh, ultimately, our um, technology is a mosaic of different technologies: some homegrown, some external, and they all kind of work well together to deliver the right experience for, the, for our end customers. Um, AI technology is really advancing dramatically um, and it's it's becoming the most exciting technology that we've seen in a long time. Um, you know, the, the CEO of OpenAI, Sam Altman is an investor in Presto. Uh, we've been working with OpenAI for a while. Uh, we've been working on GP, with GPT technologies for a while and large language models. This is a transformative technology, especially for our, our application, which we think actually might be one of the first applications of AI that actually is generating value at a massive scale. Um, uh, which is like you know being able to interpret what people have to say at these drive-throughs, and drive-throughs are a big part of our, our our society, our culture, and and our economies. You know, two hundred thousand well, drive-throughs in the U.S. Let me let me ask you that because uh, you know, as,
0: as someone who is just coming up and getting um, understanding the company and hearing a lot about AI, they they might be a little surprised. Drive-throughs. So what was it that that attracted you to this this end market? Because, you know, again, we we know that there's a lot of pain points there, but you you guys purposely selected
1: this. What did you see as attractive? So I've always been really excited by this intersection between digital and physical, right? Um, It's like, that seems like a thorny problem that's hard to solve. How do you overlay next generation digital technology onto the physical world to deliver amazing experiences you know, but but still allow people to live in the physical world. I mean, you know, you have this idea of the metaverse out there where people are pulled out of the physical world and living in a virtual world. We don't believe in that. We believe, it, we think Presto is the anti-metaverse company where it's like people have to live in the physical world, but let those experiences be transformed by by digital um, so that there actually can be much more pleasurable experiences. And, you know, th- the restaurant industry is a perfect place to start off with this transformation because it's a deeply physical industry. They're making a product that's combustible and, or like, you know, it, it degrades. You have to go eat it uh, relatively soon. And um, um, you, you have to, uh, you know, you can just can't eat in the metaverse, right? You have to be, you know, you, you can only. <laughs> you, not yet have, anyway, not, not yet. yet. Not yet, I don't think you'll ever be able to do that. And, uh, you know, being able to transform the restaurant experience with technology is the perfect proof point that this idea of digital meets physical can work. So that's how I got excited about the idea. drive throughs has happened to be the lowest hanging fruit in the industry because 70% of all QSR sales go through the drive through and is deeply unoptimized. The last time the drive through technology changed is like 30 years ago. So Well, like- the other thing too that started to cut you off is that,
0: you know, whether it's um, new restaurant formats or still coming out of the pandemic, we are seeing a, a number of restaurant chains, uh, you know, Chipotle, Starbucks, McDonald's, Popeyes—call it what you will—lean heavily into the drive-through. And, and even today, like uh, last week, I was at a—I shouldn't say this, but I was—I was at a McDonald's, and I was the only person in the store. Meanwhile, the drive-through line was, you know, bonkers. Like it had to be nine or ten cars deep.
1: Yeah, and the drive-through was a perfect, uh, you know, channel for. <laughs> American life, you know, it's like, you know, we love our cars here in the US and we, you know, uh, it's a spread out country and it it makes, and we have a lot of places with not good weather in the country too. So, you know, it actually, it's a very convenient um, thing. I I love going through the drive-thru. I think it it makes a lot of sense for, you know, suburbans, right? People living in in a suburban or rural environment. And, um, you know, it's growing, it's growing a lot since the pandemic, Um, the pandemic, you know, accelerated the growth. But now we're seeing trends like casual dining, and also retail add drive-through lanes as well. So like drive-throughs are are coming to uh, a much wider audience than just fast food. It's a very convenient channel. And um, in a world where deliveries get going to get more expensive because of labor costs um, and potentially even gasoline costs, um, you know drive-throughs are just going to become more and more popular because it's going to be the most cost-efficient channel, uh, you know, to sell most goods.
0: Now, now you just said. Drive-through is coming to retail. Can you give me an example of that? Because that's yeah, I mean, that 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 that's not something most people tend to think about.
1: Well, like like convenience stores, like Wawa, for example, announced that they're they're going to be uh, putting in drive-throughs in their stores. Um, you know, convenience stores. It makes a lot. I mean, it makes a lot of sense that convenience stores would have like a, a quick in and out type of experience. And um, and so you know, Wawa is one of the ones that we know that have announced it. Um, I'm sure 7-Eleven's looking at it, and these types of large retail chains. Um, uh-huh. you know, we know that banks often use drive-throughs. C- people like CVS have been using drive-throughs, so like there's, you know, it's it's becoming more and more popular. And everyone who can have a drive-through will have a drive-through in the future because it's just a very popular channel with consumers. And with advent of technologies like Presto's AI, it's going to become very efficient for for uh, these brick-and-mortar shops to uh, implement as well. So, so the
0: bi- the two big customers I think that you guys have publicly announced are Checkers. And more recently, you had a win with Dell Taco. Can can you talk a little bit about that, say, maybe where you are in the rollout with Checkers and when you expect to see Dell Taco really start to ramp?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We, we, so, Checkers was the first major chain to announce the rollout of voice AI ever in the industry uh, to power their drive-through. And they announced this January last year. And in the first year, we already deployed 35 percent of their system, including several of their largest franchisees. Um, and so we're excited about that. The rollout continues to go very well. In fact, Presto was named uh, Checkers' um, uh, Innovative Supplier of the Year uh, for last year. So you know that just shows how well it's going. Um, and then Del Taco is owned by Jack in the Box, um, and it uh, you know they did a trial with us last year after the Checkers news, and they have also announced uh, a deal with Presto, um, and uh, that was just announced last month, um, and uh, the rollout is is progressing there too. So. Uh, we're excited about that, um, and we have several other large groups that uh, are on the back of this. None that we can announce today on this podcast, but but uh, we we uh, we hope to have announcements soon on some of these other large groups that are are moving forward with us.
0: Excellent, excellent. Now, you know, again, one of the things we try to understand as investors is where do companies kind of make their money? And I know in taking a look at your um, quarterly financials. You you break the revenue categories down into two areas, right? One is the platform. One is transactions. Can you help us understand what those two things are?
1: Yeah. So platform is our SaaS revenue, our, our, our recurring software revenue, um, you know, or you know, the revenue attached to our overall solution. Um, and then there's a transactional component. This relates to our legacy product. Or we started off the company. Uh, di- um, Deploying tablets on tables so guests could order and pay from their seats without waiting for casual dining restaurants. So large chains like Chili's, Red Lobster, Applebee's. Again, a labor-saving solution that allowed the guests to self-serve. Uh, very popular product. We're the leader in this space. We, we actually tripled in 2019, um, you know, as the leader in the space and we signed many new customers. Um, obviously, in the pandemic, that allowed us to start working on drive through products as well. But that's where the transactional revenue comes from—is you know from consumer-paid services on those on those um, uh, tablets. So if you go to a Chili's, you play a trivia game, you pay a buck ninety-nine or two ninety-nine for the um, uh, for the game gaming package. That that would be kind of transactional revenue.
0: Okay, and is that still a growing business for you, or is or is the platform business really the focus going forward?
1: Yeah, the the voice AI business is the main growth engine going forward. Um, you know, the, the the touch business, as we call it, is stable, and actually we have some really exciting products in that area. But it's it's just not as big a market as the voice AI piece. So we uh, we're excited about the voice AI piece, and there's a lot of growth in that area.
0: Okay, and then when we were talking earlier, um, and I, I might have interrupted you, which sometimes does happen, um, mm-hmm. I noticed that you were talking, you were uh, mentioning some. Um, savings, or I guess we would call them productivity metrics. Um, so when you know Checkers or Del Taco or these other companies are sampling, obviously they want to see um, some productivity, some return on investment. So what, what are some of the metrics that they kind of uh, key in on? And to the extent you can share it, how has Presto helped them achieve those?
1: Yeah, so uh, the key metrics for our customers uh, are, yes, what kind of labor savings can they see with our solution? You know, and it can range anywhere from three to eight hours, you know, sometimes even more uh, per restaurant per day, um, labor hours saved. Um, And then, you know, on the uh, upsell piece, that's another key piece. Uh, How much more sales can they generate with an AI, which is consistently upselling versus a human, which, you know, if you ask a human to ask, would you like an ice cold drink with that? Or would you like a you know, uh, you know, a hot basket of fries or something, th- they will stop asking that the third time, you know, as soon as you stop looking over their shoulder, they're just going to give up um, because it's not fun for a human to keep asking these things. And it sounds a bit weird, honestly. <laughs> <But it's>, uh, <laughs> well, not you know. to me.
0: I say yes every
1: time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but the AI, the AI asks all the time, you know, and this and is consistently. And AI is going to be able to answer questions in Spanish at some point, you know, and it's going to be able to, Uh, Interpret, you know, it's going to be able to tell them very clearly what's in every meat, what's in every item. So it's just the AI is going to be doing a much better job than humans. It's going to be creating new sales for the restaurant. And upsell rate is a key metric as well for these restaurant chains. The other metric is a speed of service. So can the AI actually go faster than a human? And there's many instances where it can. Where, for example, like you might go to a drive some point, and the person is just busy taking care of something else. They may ask you to wait. Um, and or they may switch humans in mid- midstream because like mm-hmm. somebody else has to come in. This all happens regularly at drive-thrus and AI never will have that problem. My my perspective on that is, uh, and I
0: actually posted this on Twitter recently, um, how long do you expect to wait in a Starbucks drive-thru? And because I was sitting there for eight, nine minutes and I, I was getting, I'm not going to lie, I was getting pretty mad. And, um, you know, I was thinking like, boy, if there was something that could take the orders and free up that human to go make drinks or do whatever, boy, this line would move a little faster. And then this, and this was one of the part of the genesis that got me excited to talk to you about Presto. So I, I just, I totally agree with you. And I I have no patience. So I, uh, I would love to see that happen. Um, so it's the, really those three key metrics that you're talking about, um, Okay. Is there is there an opportunity to take this to other markets? You mentioned retail, but something more out of the, the drive through market? or And again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is the opportunity big enough here for the near term that, that this really is the focus?
1: Yeah. So look, the 200,000 drive throughs in the U.S., for Presto, that represents about $5 billion in annual recurring revenue. Um, sorry, you know, sorry $5, five billion. Thank you. Okay. Five billion annual recurring revenue, just with voice AI powering the drive-through, we think Presto has a good shot of taking down a billion of that, you know, over the next, you know, say so many years, right? And um, we're working with chains today. We're already live. Our system is live with chains today that represent 15,000 drive-throughs, which represents over two, well over 200 million in ARR uh, for Presto. Uh, so we think there's a lot of upside in the short term for Presto in this market um but over the long time long period of time you know say over the next decade we actually think you know, there's a you know you know multi uh, you know, i would say close to 100 billion dollar AR opportunity with with a few different things one is voice ai for every uh, physical industry you know like uh, you could imagine the same technology could power even things like uh, hospital rooms like uh, if somebody wants attention from a nurse and a nurse is busy uh, you know they can just say what they want versus having to, um, you know, call, ring the nurse, wait for the nurse to come, and and distract that nurse, right? And, and you know probably fifty to seventy percent of those requests can be handled by an AI. Right? Um, you know there's hotels, there's casinos, stadiums, so th- there is an opportunity to take this technology and broaden it out to other physical industries. I think that's a huge opportunity. There's going to be players that are going to win in in all these categories. Presto won't be the only one. Um, and then there's also a opportunity to go really deep into restaurant automation and, and, and um, you know, apply technologies like computer vision, which is something that we're really excited about. Computer vision, with, with computer vision, you can have cameras in the drive-thru and you can actually detect, for example, are people leaving the drive-thru? Like, you know, you were, you were frustrated at the Starbucks. Maybe some people were starting to leave the line because it was so long. We can detect that with computer vision. And we can also, you know, recognize repeat guests. And so the, the voice AI can tailor their upsell and their offering. who you know who you are versus just a generic upset so it's interesting because on that last part you know we
0: we think about and I, i mentioned this touched on this earlier automation robots but we take a look at some of the things that like miso robotics is doing with white castle um nala robotics i think they have a wingman that can fry chicken wings and other things i mean you you can start to see where the amalgamation of these systems um kind of really really shrinks the number of people that you need in a in a restaurant pad
1: yeah absolutely i I think there's um you know we think the future of this country looks a bit more like japan you know uh, where japan has had a labor shortage for you know 10 years plus now and they're operating entire restaurants there with just one person you know this whole concept of like the sushi conveyor belt and even like you know japan's quite advanced on robotics you know it's it's for me, it's very clear that we're, our fast food restaurants are going to be operating on one or two, um, you know, we're just one or two people going forward. And this, this is going to happen within the next five years. They're going to be using a combination of AI and robotics to supplement those one or two people in so, the restaurant.
0: So w- when we look at that, this path, for adoption like you're talking
1: about. What's, as
0: you see it, what's the biggest risk for this happening? Is it is it capital spending, recession, or is there some other, something else that, you know, could really either push this out
1: or kind of put the kibosh on it? Yeah, look, if the labor situation dramatically changes, uh, you know, for whatever reason, we open our southern borders, welcoming everyone coming to the US, you know, if that happens, then yeah, I mean, you know, all bets are off on the labor situation. but. I don't see that happening anytime soon, um, you know. And uh, you know, certainly uh, people are not having you know more kids than they used to, so that's not going to change. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, I don't see anything changing. I think automation is the path forward for the country. Um, that's the decision we've made as a, as a society.
0: Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Raj, you've been so kind w- with your time. Before we get out of here, is there anything as it relates to Presto or or AI that we didn't talk about that we really should?
1: Um, no, I think we, we've covered all the key points, you know, I think we're really excited about how this is going to transform uh, the industry. You know, one idea that I want to put out there that we're, we're newly excited about with the advent of, or with the progression of AI, is this idea of a virtual waiter, a virtual server. Um, you know, you can actually now with AI, you can go to a restaurant, sit down, and with a tablet on your table, you can actually have an avatar of a, of a waiter uh, there, and uh, you know, who can take your order. And so you, you can have a waiter at your table at all times, basically, wait, you know, taking your order at whenever you want and answering your questions about the menu instead of having to lock up a human waiter, you know, who's busy, has other stuff to do. Wait a minute, uh, this, wait a minute. You, yeah. don't,
0: you mean I don't get to put my hand in the air and wave
1: anymore? Yeah, you don't get that beautiful experience of having to <laughs> lie down a waiter, you know, try to ask any questions you want, you know. And we think that's going to happen also at cashiers. You know, cashiers can be replaced by AI too now. You know, so it, that includes for all retail, uh, potentially, right? So um, these are some dramatic changes. If you've used the GPT solution, you realize this is obvious now. It's not like a very like a sci-fi type of narrative. So it's just something I'd encourage you and your listeners to think about it's like, is like, this, is
0: this coming? But but do you think, I mean, and again, not, not to take away from the, the meat of our conversation here, but with all this headlines, all the headlines and buzz on AI, is it my my concern is always and i've seen this happen with other technologies that the expectations get way ahead of what we're likely to see does that does that bother you at all or do you think we'll we'll just eventually grow into this
1: look expectations and reality yes they fluctuate their their relationships change right like sometimes expectations are ahead of reality sometimes expectations are below reality but i think we cannot uh, you know uh, have compare every hype cycle and say that they're all equal. But this yeah. is not crypto, right? This is uh, a <laughs> this is real. Yeah, yeah. This is like a real technology that I think can add real value. Uh, this is more like mobile, right? This is more like a cloud, which are gen- genuinely transformative uh, well, technologies.
0: I would say that you're an enabler. That's what I would say. Right, because you're you're going to enable various applications. Not and by that I mean, you know, you rattled off several. But whether it's you know drive-through retail, what have you, um, mobile is the same way, in my opinion. Cloud is the same way, in my opinion. Um, you know, that's that's why I get excited about those technologies. Well, all right. Well, Raj, you do have to promise me that when you uh, have a couple of more announcements, you will come back on the podcast. And mm-hmm. and we can revisit where you are and talk about the adop- rate of adoption and perhaps some new things that are going on under the hood at Presto. Would love to, Chris. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. So thank you very much. And uh, we will be chatting with you
1: soon, Raj. Thank you. Hopefully soon. Yeah. All right. Take care. Thank you.